What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for wrapping up your week with us. This is your Friday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a sports ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. That's where we post all of our content. We got stuff coming out daily, these shows, different articles, different podcasts, everything we got going on. Our Dynasty Baseball show has been launched, the Farmer's Market Dynasty Baseball podcast. Andrew has done a couple episodes. We're going to be pumping out a couple more. He's been a bit under the weather, uh, but he'll be coming out with a new episode, I believe, this week. So go subscribe to that. We're going to have that going throughout the offseason. We're going to have my show going. We'll have articles coming out and a ton of other great stuff you can find at Ethos Fantasy BB and also at SportsEthos.com. So make sure you guys are checking us out over there with Football Now Started and Basketball, I think about a month away now. Uh, so all the major sports are going to be going at the same time. Baseball is going to be winding down, but like I said, we're still going to be here with content for you guys throughout the offseason. Now, today we are going to be doing what we have done over the past few Fridays. We're looking at weekend pitching streamers, and I have eight of them that I think are going to be pretty viable for this weekend. Four of them tonight on Friday. We're, we're getting the majority of our value, I think. Two on Saturday and then two on Sunday. The one on and there's one of them on Sunday who is a little bit iffy. So I mean they're they're all fairly viable I think depending on what you're looking for. Uh, but we'll we'll get to the Sunday one when we get there. We're gonna start here with the Friday starters and Mike Clevenger uh, going into Detroit to face the Tigers is the first one that I'm looking at. Mike Clevenger did not have a great start his last time out. I'm not gonna hold it against him. It was one bad outing out of what has been a really good stretch for him. It was against these same Tigers. I don't expect him to have the same kind of bad outing. I mean, it was eight earned runs on 12 hits. Uh, They really just took him apart. But Clevenger has been very solid as a whole recently and this season. Uh, He sports a 3-9 ERA, a 1.3 whip. And, you know, he's not a huge strikeout guy, but he has been getting wins. And he has been pretty consistent, uh, pretty solid this season. He's facing a Tigers team that's, I don't know, really not that scary offensively I know there's a couple of guys on that team who are a little bit scary you know Carpenter uh, Torkelson but they're not a team that is going to stop you from streaming uh, against them they're they're really not that dangerous and I think Clevenger should be able to give you a good chance at a victory tonight so he's the first guy that I'm highlighting here 42 percent rostered he's gone down quite a bit because of the last start which was not great obviously he's down from 54 to 42 percent rostered this week He's somebody you can find, and I think he's going to give you a good chance for a W and a good start overall tonight against the Tigers in Detroit. Uh, still not not as pitcher-friendly as it used to be, but not exactly a hitter-friendly park either. It's kind of just neutral at this point, which is still fine uh, for our purposes tonight with Mike Clevenger. Uh, next up, Emmett Sheehan. The thing with both of these guys, uh, you know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I streamed them both in my home league tonight where I really need some volume. I'm, I, I need, you know, the ERA and whip stats to be good if possible uh but they're not looking great as of right now in that league so i stream both of these guys and i think that they're both pretty viable sheehan had been down in the minors for about a month he came back up and he had a pretty solid outing against atlanta of all teams uh it was four innings of one run ball uh six strikeouts looked very solid now he gets the nationals so i'm very willing uh to use him tonight against the nationals he's gone up from five percent to 15 percent rostered in yahoo leagues it's not a very tricky matchup at all against washington i think lane thomas might be out too uh let me just double check that yeah 
Uh, he's not going to be in the lineup again tonight. So that's a, a big piece of their offense who's not going to be available either. Good chance for a W, a uh, good chance for some decent strikeouts. And I think overall, maybe you're not going to get the best whip out of Emmett Sheehan, but you're going to get probably uh, a good chance for a victory if he is able to go five innings. He went four innings last time, considering the offense he's facing here. That uh, would not shock me if he's able to get through five innings and get you a dub. So he is uh, a, a very viable streamer for tonight, I think, Emmett Sheehan. Uh, another one, too, is Logan Allen. I'm um, very interested in Logan Allen, where you can find him. He's still very available as well, only 36% rostered on Yahoo. You know, he's had a couple of bad starts his last couple of times out. Tough, tough matchups, though. Toronto, I mean, Toronto can be a tough matchup on a given day. They can also be a very easy matchup. Uh, they're a very hard offense to figure out. Uh, and then Tampa Bay, his last time out was not a great start either. But overall, Logan Allen for his first showing in the bigs, even with those two bad starts, he's looking at a 377 ERA, a 135 whip, 107 Ks in, in, uh, in 12 innings. So he's nearly a strikeout per inning guy. Haven't been a lot of victories, but against this Angels lineup, that is just garbage i don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what the angels have been throwing out there recently but if you look at what they threw out there last night against the guardians shanuel drury renhifo grichuk mustakas escobar uh, trey cabbage uh wallach behind the plate uh brett phillip or yeah um yeah brett phillips in center field and then uh, Kyron Paris at second base. It's absolutely awful. Luis Renjifo is also hurt now. He hurt himself in the on-deck circle. Um, really, really weird um, lineup that they're throwing out there. It's garbage. Grichik is on waivers again. He's producing. But this team is, as a whole, just absolutely awful. They're losing all kinds of games all over the place. They're completely thrown in the towel for this season. Uh, they were able to win last night, but they had just got swept by the Athletics. They got swept by the Orioles. They are awful, and I think Logan Allen should be able to give you a good bounce-back start tonight where a lot of people aren't going to be probably that interested considering how it has looked for him recently. But again, if you look at the opponent it's, uh, in, in those last two starts, Tampa and Toronto, it's not been an easy road for him. Uh, the Angels here, he gets a nice little break with a much easier lineup that he gets to face tonight. So definitely, definitely... Uh, use Logan Allen if you can tonight. If you're debating starting him or debating picking him up, definitely go and do it uh, if you're hearing this before the start of play today. Uh, Kyle Harrison is the last guy that I'm looking at for tonight. A little bit risky in some people's eyes because it hasn't been, on the whole, amazing through his first three starts. The Cincinnati start was really good. Last time out against San Diego was not great. He allowed four home runs. It was six runs on six hits uh, with a couple walks as well against San Diego. San Diego is a hit and miss kind of offense. Sometimes they're really on. Sometimes they are just off. You know, they got a lot of talent in that lineup. But as a whole, uh, they are a team that is like 10 games under 500 because they sometimes are not able to figure it out, uh, both offensively and defensively. On the pitching side, they're just very, uh, very strange team to figure out. But they did get to Kyle Harrison uh, last time out. He gets Colorado today. And Colorado is obviously not a team that's going to scare you offensively one bit. Wherever they are, even at Coors Field, I don't find them particularly scary, but they're going to be in San Francisco tonight. Again, this team offensively, you're talking about uh, you know, at best, like maybe the 20th or so best offense in baseball, roughly 20 to 25 kind of range, maybe 18th in runs per game. They're 25th in on base percentage, 21st in OPS, 28th in home runs for a team that plays half their games at Coors Field is atrocious. It, they're just awful offensively. Kyle Harrison, I think, is a very viable streamer tonight. 
for the potential for a victory, for the good strikeouts that you're likely going to get out of him, and I think you know potential for very good ratios against a lineup that's really not that strong. Uh, so he's definitely somebody I think you should consider tonight. Today is definitely the big juicy day for streamers. Mike Clevenger against Detroit, Emmett Sheehan against Washington, Logan Allen against the Angels, and Kyle Harrison against the Rockies. I think all of them are really, really excellent streamers. If I had to rank them, I would probably go... Honestly, Logan Allen might be my number one out of that group. Probably after that, they're all very close together, but probably Sheehan and Harrison are like pretty much tied. And then Clevenger after that, uh, Sheehan and Harrison, I think it's really close. Like Sheehan will probably give you the best chance for a victory for streaming tonight. Harrison is probably your best strikeout guy. And I just like Logan Allen overall because of just how horrendous the Angels have been. But all four of these guys, I'm really in on. I picked up the two that were available in my league, and I would definitely recommend uh, taking a look tonight because the rest of the weekend is still okay. We're going to talk about it right now, but it's not as nice as tonight is looking for sure. So for Saturday, this is an interesting one. I've never talked about him as a streamer before, but Michael King has been stretched out by the Yankees, and now he is getting starts. Uh, he's going to be starting against Milwaukee uh, September the 9th, which is tomorrow, obviously. I'm not like 100% sold on him as a full-time starter, but for right now, for what he has been doing recently and over the course of the season, I think that there's a, a, you know, a good chance that he can give you a viable stream uh, against Milwaukee. Milwaukee doesn't particularly scare me as an offense, as a team. I mean, they have you know a solid core of, of pitchers, uh, but offensively, we're talking about a team that's generally ranked pretty low in terms of a lot of key stats. They're 27th in terms of their hits per game. They're 28th in average per game. Uh, not average per game, just average on the season, I should say. Uh, 29th in slugging percentage, 26th in OPS. They're 23rd in home runs. Not really excelling anywhere. Not really that scary of a team. Now, neither are the Yankees, but I think Michael King, if you're just looking for just a reasonable, solid, like five innings, maybe four or five strikeouts with maybe a run or two allowed, and just give you kind of like, you know, think about what Hyunjin Ryu has been giving you these last few times out. Five innings, two earned runs, five strikeouts, four strikeouts. Like just very average, very reasonable, very solid if you're just trying to help yourself out everywhere uh, a little bit. Not that he's going to be a huge boon in strikeout 12 batters or he's going to go eight innings or anything like that, but I think that he's just a very uh, reasonable streamer. So somebody that's not on a hell of a lot of rosters, 31% rostered, starting pitcher and relief pitcher eligible, so you can squeeze him in there if your lineup is looking uh, you know, a little bit tricky to get somebody into the lineup. you got too many relievers or you got whatever's going on. Uh, he can be a very viable piece, and I think that even, you know, I'm looking at down the stretch, I think he could be potentially, uh, you know, depending on how they use him, if they keep him as a starter versus com coming out of the pen for maybe some bulk innings. It it's really going to depend, but I think he can have some value uh, down the stretch here for sure. 31% rostered. It's gone up 11% the last week, but I think it should be going up probably a little bit more. Uh, definitely take a look at Michael King as a potential streamer for tomorrow if you're looking for just a little bit more volume. And Tariq Skubal. Tariq Skubal is another guy going tomorrow. You know, he's probably rostered in your most competitive leagues. He's at 59% on Yahoo, but he's been excellent and has kind of flown under the radar this season. Again, it hasn't been a whole season for him. He he missed a lot of it. But in his 57 and a third, he has 66 strikeouts, a 377 ERA, and a 106 whip over the last month. Same kind of deal, 386 ERA, 109 whip. Uh, his last start was against the same White Sox. He went seven innings, two earned runs, uh, seven strikeouts before that. Six run, uh, six innings against the Yankees, nine Ks. 
He's striking out a lot of batters. He is doing very well every time out, pretty much. You're not seeing a hell of a lot of blow-ups. Earlier on, we did see a couple of blow-ups, but since the month of August has started, we haven't really seen that with him. He has been a lot more stable, uh, definitely a lot more usable. Not even just a streamer. I think that Tariq Skubal is a pretty much a must-roster pitcher in most formats, maybe not in your most shallow leagues. But I think anything 10 teams and beyond, he should be on rosters for sure a viable streamer for tomorrow. But I think somebody that you can consider a must roster or pretty much a must roster player as well in most of your formats. That's it for Saturday. You know, Like I said, the weekend is really not that deep. There's a few names, but there's really not a hell of a lot of streamers. And there's also... You know, we're to the point of the year where I, I you know, I, I don't want to recommend 16 different streamers because you never really know how well somebody's going to do. You're not going to hit on that many names. I like to keep it to just the guys that I really think uh, have a good chance for success. Ranger Suarez, we're going to move to Sunday here. Ranger Suarez, I think, is a pretty viable option uh, against the Mar- excuse me, not the Mariners, the Marlins uh, that will be at home on Sunday. Ranger Suarez has been doing it now for a few years. He's been very, very solid. He came back in his last time out. It wasn't amazing. Two earned runs, uh, five hits, and two walks over four innings. He struck out five. Strikeouts have been pretty solid for him this year, a little bit better than what we've seen in years past. Now, only the, a two only two wins in the, in 101 innings pitched this season, which is you know just kind of bad luck for him. 391 ERA, 144 whip. The whip is not great. It's never really been great. But, you know, I don't think anybody's going to really give you a hard time saying that they are the better team in the matchup. Generally, they are probably going to be favored. I'm not looking at betting lines for Sunday. If they even have them out that far in advance, I'm not sure. But I think there's a good chance for a victory. He's been giving you decent strikeouts on the season. Probably not the greatest ratio guy, but like the win-strikeout combination with Ranger Suarez is pretty solid. And like I said, we're not looking at amazing options this weekend. If this was your average weekend during the season, he's maybe on the list. I mean, you could even argue that he should be on more rosters than he is, 26% rostered. I think that he is a, a fine guy to have on a 12-team roster, definite guy to have in 15s. And the salary you get, probably not going to be somebody who's viable. But then again, like for the last three seasons, you're looking at ERAs in the threes, pretty solid production on a good team. He had 10 wins last year, only two wins this year. But like I said, that's just more bad luck than anything. <clears throat> I do think he will be able to go longer than the four innings he went in his first time back out, probably give you five or six innings. I do think, like I said, the win is a good chance there. Give me Ranger Suarez uh, as probably your best streamer for Sunday. The other one, and this is like I mentioned off the top, the last streamer for this weekend, JP France. I'm not totally sold I think that he's very good, and his last time out, you know, it wasn't a great outing. It was against Texas. Texas's offense can go off against you. It can happen. You know, they got they got blown out. Uh, it was thirteen to six, um, or was that the one they? Oh no, sorry, that was the one they won. I'm thinking of the uh, the other game. They've been they've actually been putting up some crooked numbers. Uh, Houston, apologies there. I was looking at the the box score the reverse way. Uh, they won thirteen to six, and then fourteen to one, and then twelve to three. Uh, that's absolutely ridiculous. But they are going into San Diego now, uh, and JP France is going to be getting the start on Sunday. I like him reasonably. Like I'm not, I'm not like a crazy big fan, but I think you know they're definitely the better team there. We mentioned earlier with San Diego, they are sometimes good. They're sometimes not very good. 
I'm still willing to stream against them if the matchup is good enough, especially if you are looking for a victory. He's not a huge strikeout guy at all, 91 strikeouts in 121 innings. This is more about, you know, you're looking to secure a Sunday victory in your head-to-head league. You're not going to get probably amazing counting, uh, you know, strikeout numbers, I should say, uh, and the ratios are, you know, like I said, it's kind of hit or miss against San Diego. Sometimes they really come to play. Sometimes they're really not that great. But I think the matchup is good enough. Like I said, he's specifically if you're going for a win, but he's really not an ideal streamer. For me, the ideal guys really are the Friday and Saturday names, specifically Scooble on Saturday. And then once you get to Sunday, it's kind of just desperation. Like I wouldn't really go to Ranger Suarez and JP France unless you're more desperate. Definitely Suarez I'd prefer over France. But neither one really inspires confidence for me. If you're in a really crucial situation where you need, you know, certain stats to advance, if you need the ERA and the WHIP to get lowered in those starts for you to advance in your head-to-head format, I don't know that I'm really going to rely on it. But I definitely rely on these guys tonight. Tonight is the big night for streaming. Definitely make sure you can get your hands on one of my Clevenger, Emmett Sheehan, Logan Allen, or Kyle Harrison if you are looking for streamers. But that will do it for us for today, guys. And for the week, I really appreciate everybody continuing to tune in here. You guys are the diehards listening to Fantasy Baseball Podcasts into September. I really appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Jesus, you can hear that it is Friday at the end of the day. But you guys can check me out and hit me up with any questions over on Twitter. I'm at JoeOrico99. You can also find all of our content here at Ethos Fantasy BB, where we post all of our podcasts, articles, news and notes, everything we have going on uh, on our baseball side gets shared out over there. And then SportsEthos.com. That is where you find all of the content right from the source. But that'll do it for me, guys. Until Monday, have a great weekend. Take care and cheers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.